Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Hey, brilliant listener. Welcome back to Soul Health Mentor Podcast. Today, I am so looking forward to introducing you to Tracy Chambers, intuitive guide and high priestess jeweler who makes these amazing crowns for her clients to activate their high priestess wisdom. She's also the author of the book, The Magic of Intuition, and I just knew that you would love listening to her wisdom and how she shares her knowledge about the magic of intuition when I read her vision and mission statement. When I read that she wanted to see a spiritual evolution of the planet and that she can't do that alone, my heart just went, yes, yes, I totally can relate. I know what you're saying here. And I could understand why she is so passionate about female change makers being empowered to courageously embrace their spiritual gifts and talents so they can create the change they are here for. Yes, yes, yes. Becoming the catalysts for the spiritual awakening of thousands of other women around the world. Yes. Enjoy. Today I have with me Tracy Chambers all the way from Australia and I am so delighted to be able to talk to you today Tracy. Hello, how are you today? Hello Nadia, I'm really well, thank you. I think it's so amazing that technology enables us to make friends all over the world and that's exactly how we connected. We connected through technology in a Facebook group and we were just starting to chat and we were drawn to each other. And what I find so fascinating is that you've written a book that is almost the same in the sense of like my book is called The Magic of Transformation and your book is called The Magic of Intuition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and as I got to know you better via social media, I, I got I learned a few things about you and your work and I love I'd love to ask you more about it. So what I know about you is that you help women discover, uncover their spiritual gifts, and you also channel jewelry. So would you tell me how, how were you inspired in your life and empowered in your life to do the work you do today? Okay, yeah. Well, um, I guess what how it all started for me was I got to a point, I think we all sort of this is usually the beginning of everyone's kind of story is I got to a point where I felt really lost and like there was more um, to my life and, and I wasn't living, you know, my full potential. I was kind of in a bit of survival mode. And so I signed up to do like a, an amazing sort of healing course with a, um, with a mentor. And during that course, um, we did a module called intuition and innovation and I and I feel like I kind of unlocked my intuition and my spiritual side 
and it just all sort of came flooding in very quickly things changed really really quickly um and my life just really changed so much um with my kids so especially that was one of my challenges was with my kids um they were yeah it just wasn't we lived it was just a bit um messy i guess our life anyway after this um unlocking my intuition and starting to use it every day like things just became so easy and peaceful and calm and like i could see the the difference in my kids and our relationship and everything in my life started to change and i just thought oh my gosh like we all have this inside of us and we're not using it most women are not using it and i just want to share that with the world <laughs> i want every woman to be able to change their life into living you know <clears throat> more peaceful calm i guess joyful life i love that yes i love that you shared that so this you opened up your life and it got peaceful and you discovered the gift of intuition and now you help women discover their gift of intuition so when you work with women I'm asking you this next question because this is something that I love in the work that I do is I love witnessing my clients in their transformation and and it's so funny and and you're you know I talk about the magic of transformation so I just said I love witnessing my clients in their transformation and you would probably say I love witnessing my clients access their intuition. Yes. So so what has shown you that the work you do is helpful to the clients you work with because I asked this question because sometimes it's really good to reflect how much our work does change lives yes yes it's amazing amazing the like the ripple effect um even yeah just getting people's feedback from my book how they're using some of the techniques that they've read about in my book already and they're starting to access their intuition and they're able to get that guidance and get more self-confidence and things start to flow better and they're not sort of looking outside of themselves for answers it's like they I, they feel more empowered like it's just yeah it's so beautiful to watch and and to hear about um and in my programs my clients um you can just see like they their whole um persona kind of changes you know like they start to be lit up it's like the magic comes alive in them or something and they're they just change all of a sudden they realize they've got this beautiful gift inside them and I guess that gives everyone confidence and and makes you feel empowered because you know that you have all the answers within you and you don't have to look outside anymore um I yeah I love that. You said something and I'm sure the listeners would be interesting. And, and we've had a conversation before on your podcast about intuition. So I was able to, to share my perspective and I'm going to weave it in. Funny enough, I, I kind of had a little bit of a disconnect to the word intuition, even though I access it in my own work as well. It's just so interesting how our upbringing will create blocks and restrictions and and patterns and then we kind of aren't as comfortable with the word and and sometimes people have a charge 
when it comes to a word and that that's what happened to me so so I'm imagining maybe there are some listeners out there that are saying oh intuition I'm not sure that sounds so far-fetched but hey she just mentioned a book and how there's techniques and people that read the book and they apply the techniques they are getting they feel it immediately so I would love it if you could maybe share a little technique here in this episode would that be possible Oh, yeah, sure. Well, there's so many, like, sometimes um, when I write a program, like for my, for my clients, I just want to put so much in there, because I there's so many kind of tips and techniques that I, that I love to do. Um, I guess one of the big ones is to, um, this might not be that exciting. (laughs) But one of the one of the first things I love to um, encourage people do is to start a meditation practice it's almost like it doesn't even have to be and when I say meditation practice I don't mean you have to sit for hours and like you know be quiet and still and quiet quiet your mind um what I mean is just to take time to quieten your mind for sure and make space like our mind is so um busy with with so many things like just living day to day is one thing and all of the conditioning and all of the stuff that we've taken on board in in this lifetime and many other lifetimes and it's like it's just created this like crazy busyness I think of like the you know the middle of Tokyo you know it's just so Mm -hmm. busy with so many things going on and I feel like a meditation practice um even if that's just sitting quietly you know in the sun for 10 minutes a day and just closing your eyes Mm -hmm. it just starts to create some quiet and and it allows that space because connecting with our intuition takes a little bit of um, space mm-hmm. to allow it in because it's already busy. There's no room for it at the moment um, for most people. So, yeah, just taking that time and sitting in stillness and just allowing, like just allowing things to quieten down. I love that. You know why I love that technique? It's not boring at all to me because the tagline of Soul Health Mentor Podcast is out of your mind and into your heart. And then you said, just sit in the sun for five minutes. So imagine yourself right now, we can all do it. We all know what it feels like to sit at a beach and have the sunshine in our face. Me, I immediately go to my heart space. I immediately go like, oh, oh my gosh, this feels so good. And so I'm out of my monkey mind and into my heart. And I love that you mentioned it because I too have a very, very busy mind and had to learn that when that mind is so full of busyness, it's like a cup that is so full that it's, that is not overflowing in the positive sense. (laughs) It is overflowing with too much noise. And how can any wisdom come through when there's so much noise? So it is not boring at all what you shared with us, not at all. What I was wondering, sometimes when we're on our path, like you had mentioned that life wasn't so easy, it was a bit hectic, you know, family life, and then you did a workshop and you discovered your intuition. And now you're helping women, you're using it every day, this gift you have, you're helping other women. Was there a challenge involved? Because for me, the part of accessing my spiritual gifts And my intuition, it involved a challenge of my humanness, of my monkey mind telling me how I can't do this thing that I want to do. 
Do you know something like that as yes. well? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, and when you um, when you brought that up, I think the biggest thing is like just believing in yourself. For me, it was believing in myself, but it was also the challenge of um, of healing the things that came up and having that awareness of the stuff that would come up, um, telling you why you can't or or putting you back in in that old kind of programming that you that you've been brought up with or that certain situations kind of activate in you um, being aware of those kind of patterns and and then working on them in whatever way you can um, I love all kinds of healing modalities <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I sort of yeah use lots of different tools um, but the challenge you know it's challenging it's not easy it's not it's not um it's not nice and Oh, it's messy and mm-hmm. and hard sometimes doing the healing work, but the results are amazing. And and for me, like I think, who who doesn't want to grow and learn and mm-hmm. change mm-hmm. for the better? I learned something really um, fascinating. It wasn't anything new. It was just fascinating because I had someone explain the comfort zone to me, and it's it's those words that you hear everywhere especially like in the personal growth and development world you'll hear you know you'll hear intuition you'll hear higher guidance you'll hear comfort zone but sometimes the words they lose their meaning because they use so often so this was a little workshop that I attended and may I share it with you yeah so what I thought fantastic is because you I can relate to you saying yes I had to do the healing work I can so relate and I can relate to it being messy and needing a, a toolkit of tools to use. And I know before we started this conversation on before we hit the record button, you mentioned EFT, emotional freedom technique is one of those techniques. But what always helps me is a little bit a higher vantage point view that has to do with me working in the Akashic Records and kind of removing myself from the situation. So it's really good to know that we all have a comfort zone and the comfort zone keeps us safe. There's nothing wrong with the comfort zone. That's literally our very human primal self that wants us to survive, knows what's happening here every day. And the standard of the comfort zone is not very high. It's just to keep you alive. It doesn't really matter if you're happy or not. <laughs> and, and then we, we want to change. And in your case, it was like, oh, I discovered my intuition. And all of a sudden, my intuition is telling me to do something like scary. And then you enter the fear zone. And then that you could call it ego or subpersonality part or that part of us that wants to keep us safe. It amps up. It's like, are you crazy? You're moving into territory that we don't know. And then you have to have a desire stronger than the fear. And then the desire will pull you into the learning zone. And it's still really messy because now you're learning to be like a new human. And the last zone, when you're starting to get comfortable with the learning, is the growth zone. And I thought that was brilliant because for me, that took it to the higher vantage point. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm in the fear zone right now. Let me have my desire pull me forward. Have you ever heard that? 
explained um, in that way? I haven't heard explained that way, but it all, um, yeah, everything that you've said, it just resonates exactly with how, yeah, how I feel when I'm going through, um, through a new growth level. And I think um, also it's important to know that this is a constant kind of pattern yes. that we go through at all different stages. So, yeah, it's great. It's great information. Thank you for sharing. And, and I was just, I was sharing it because you just said it. Even though we know this well, we are also just human and we meet our own humanity, even though we're talking about our divinity, our soul, our intuition. And it's like a muscle you, you, you practice and you get better and better. But every time your new level, your new ideas that, that come, that new level of fear will be there. I literally had it really bad when I wrote my book. And I also had it bad with launching the podcast. And you're, yeah, you can relate, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> exactly the same thing happened to me. In fact, like I think I spent probably a month um, just kind of hiding um, after I launched my book um, and it was I guess I almost let the fear like the fear my desire was less than my fear for some for some weeks mm -hmm. <laughs> um, until I kind of yeah could see that um, from a different perspective and start to realize what it was and and I think like one of the greatest things I think after you've done something like this is like you don't die you you <laughs> launch a book and it's really scary and everything but then you're like hey I didn't die like no lions ate me so that fear was just um you know it was just not it wasn't necessary <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm safe I'm okay yes. um yeah something also I just wanted to say is something I've been doing because I I would often have that thought, like, I like to be comfortable. I really don't like getting pushed out of my comfort zone. And my kids are really good at pushing me out of my comfort zone, especially having two boys. And I feel like that's the whole purpose of our, you know, not the whole purpose, one of the purposes that they've been brought here to show me and to teach me. Um, but that, you know, like they want to do bigger things and harder things and scary and more dangerous things all the time. <laughs> um, and they push me a lot. But I often would think, you know, I just don't want to go out of my comfort zone. I like to stay safe. I want to keep my feet on the ground or whatever, whatever. But something I've just started and I've always wanted to go for ocean swims um, every day. I'm always inspired by people who do that. And I just had this intuitive hit um, a few weeks ago to start swimming in the ocean every day. And it's winter here in Australia. So that is really hard. And it's pushing me way out of my comfort zone because I don't want to get wet. I don't want to get cold. I don't want to be, I don't know, I just don't want to be uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I've been, um, I've been doing that. And, and it's opening up so many other things because um, pushing myself out of that comfort zone and realizing that I'm surviving, you know, I'm not going to die if I get cold or wet. <laughs> it just makes everything else easier. And I found it, I'm finding it really, really interesting, fascinating, and it's bringing so many amazing things into my life as well. I love that. So, That's yeah. a perfect example of following your intuition, but it being a little bit uncomfortable, scary, and, and not really knowing why you're not yet, not every day you're discovering, but not yet knowing why your intuition is actually telling you to do this. It is so good for, for the listeners to hear this. I really think it's so good to talk about this in a very grounded and practical, pragmatic way. 
living your divinity or listening to your soul or listening to your intuition, there's also this messy human attached to it. So it doesn't ever have to look perfect. And I was wondering when you mentioned the healing earlier on, something that has happened to me is that when I went into the healing process of opening up, looking at the things that need to be healed, I discovered needs and desires and requirements and maybe even dreams that I didn't even know I had because of societal conditioning. Can you relate to that? Yes, yes, I can relate to that. But at the same time, I'm, I've am i always been a dreamer and I've always been, um, like I can remember being told by a few people as I was growing up, especially in my teenage and early 20s, that I had an unrealistic view of the world or that the way that I looked at things was just, you know, out there and, you know, um, things like that. So I feel like I've always had that, those dreams and that imagination um, but I was still stuck in conditioning and, you know, how society wanted me to be. So I always felt so out of balance and kind of lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you want to share with the listeners when it comes to intuition, to magic, and what would, in your words, be your out of your mind into your heart wisdom that you would like to share with us? Hmm, gosh, there's so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's say three things, like your top okay, three, three things. Um, okay. Oh, just that we all have intuition inside of us. You know, we all have the ability to access our intuition. It's, it's already there. Like we already, we already know it's there because we get those, um, those physical kind of, kind of reminders and messages when something happens, we get the the drop of the stomach or the tightness, you know, like clenching or whatever it is. So we know we've already got intuition. Um, and if you can just make the space to, to allow it more, you know, your life will, will change so much for the better. Um, yeah, I guess that's, that's yeah. the biggest message I can share. Good. And where can our listeners find you? If they want to buy so, your book or listen to your podcast or maybe check out a session with you, check out your jewelry, all those good things. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, the best way is probably to contact me on Facebook, like um, send me a direct message on Facebook. That's probably the best way to contact me or email me um, hello at tracychambers.com and my name's spelled T-R-A-C-I. Um yeah, that's probably the best way. My book is available on Amazon and it's called The Magic of Intuition. And my podcast is also called The Magic of Intuition. So, yeah, you can find me there. It was so wonderful to have you on. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome, Nadia. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, Please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing. 